Memorial Health System provides comprehensive health services that meet the needs of the region we serve. And we are proud to present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Acute abdominal aortic aneurysm rupture can be one of the most dramatic emergencies in medicine. In the United States, ruptured AAAs are estimated to cause 4 to 5% of sudden deaths. My guest today is Dr. Shane Palmer. He's a vascular surgeon and the medical director for the Vascular Surgical Program at Memorial Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Palmer. Let's start with a little physiology lesson for the listeners. What is an aneurysm? Well, arteries are... Uh, tubes, if you will, and an aneurysm is when you develop a bulge in the, in that tube. So what are the main causes of an aneurysm? Is this something that just naturally happens with age? Do the walls of the tube get weak? How does it happen? Well, as we age, uh, in some people, the, the walls can become weak. Uh, there are certain risk factors that certainly increase the chances of that occurring. Uh, first and foremost, as with all heart and vascular disease, uh, smoking is without question the strongest risk factor. Uh, smoking damages the walls of all arteries, and in the aorta, which is what we're talking about, uh, that damage weakens the wall, and then over time with the continuous pulsation of pressure uh, from the beating heart, that wall will then dilate like a balloon. How would somebody even know if they had a potential aneurysm? Is this something that starts slowly and you can sort of see that balloon growing? It's something you watch. Tell us about finding it. Well, to be honest, most people have no idea that they even have an aneurysm. It's actually estimated about a million people in this country probably have abdominal aortic aneurysms. Uh, about 150 or so thousand are diagnosed every year, and most of them are diagnosed because of, of other issues. People come in for, for back pain or unrelated problems, and they get maybe an x-ray for uh, a preoperative evaluation for surgery, and, and you can see that aneurysm. The uh, aneurysms do grow over time uh, in most people. Uh, it's fairly rare to suddenly develop an aneurysm, but in most people, they grow uh, over years, again, from certain risk factors such as smoking causing long-term damage to the aorta wall and causing it to slowly dilate and sort of like a water balloon. Uh, the, the more it dilates, the easier it dilates and the faster it grows. And of course, the, the bigger it becomes sort of like a water balloon, uh, the greater chances that it will pop or rupture, which is the greatest uh, feared complication from an aortic aneurysm. So, Dr. Palmer, why would someone even be checked to see if they have an aneurysm? Is there a genetic factor, or is there a screening program for it? There, there are uh, on both accounts. Uh, there, the risk factors for aneurysm formation are fairly well known. Uh, in fact, uh, smoking, as I mentioned, is without question the highest risk, risk factor. There are some genetic uh, conditions that predispose people to aneurysms. Marfan's is perhaps one of the most uh, well-known of them. Uh, so if you have a family uh, member, uh, first-degree family member, for instance, your parents, your siblings, a child that has an aortic aneurysm, your risk goes up significantly. Age, without question, this is a, a, a disease uh, that grows over time, as I mentioned, uh, and it's more commonly found as we age. Uh, so those are the significant risk factors, and, and uh, those are groups of people that may or may not benefit from some type of screening so that we don't find it uh, happenstance uh, while looking for something else. Uh, there are several screening programs, uh, if not thousands in this country. Uh, there's a national screening program called the SAVE Act, which uh, Congress passed uh, years ago. Uh, it is spelled S-A-A-V. 
SVE, and that's screening abdominal aneurysms very efficiently. Um, unfortunately, since it is a government program, it's not very efficient, and many people, uh, and these are mostly Medicaid, Medicare uh, recipients, uh, who might be candidates for it, uh, aren't either screened or have other uh, loopholes that they fall through so they don't, they don't get that screening. Um, as a result, many people then look at other uh, alternative uh, options for screening, and uh, as we're going to talk about later, we have a, a vascular screening program here at Marietta Memorial. Uh, the Lifeline program is a national program that screens various vascular conditions, and, and uh, as we, again, will talk about later, uh, if you have those risk factors I mentioned, uh, consideration for one of those screenings might be reasonable if you're not a candidate for the, the, the Medicare uh, screening. If you do find an aneurysm, what do you do? Is this an emergent situation? What do you tell patients to keep them from panicking? Well, if they're not having symptoms, in other words, if this was found as part of a routine screening or if it was found uh, incidentally, uh, I tell them to be calm. As I mentioned, this grows over years. Uh, whether we fix an aneurysm or not is, with rare exception, it's based on size. As I mentioned, uh, like a water balloon, uh, an aneurysm as it grows, is more easily popped, and we have studied the natural history of aneurysms over decades, and we know in general uh, where the risk increases as far as the size of an aneurysm. Uh, and for the most part, repair or fixing the aneurysm is decided based on the risks of that repair or, or surgery versus the risk of, of rupture without the surgery. Uh, and again, that's based on size and uh, other medical issues. And currently in this country, the recommended, the recommended uh, size before we electively repair an aneurysm is about five and a half centimeters or two inches. Is there any medicational intervention that helps with this? Currently, no. Um, there are some experimental models uh, thought that perhaps uh, aneurysms also uh, are a result from certain types of infections. So there's been some work on looking at antibiotics. Um, there's also um, some research looking at other abnormalities in the metabolism or repair of the aortic wall and, and maybe some medications uh, from that. But in general, uh, from a medical standpoint, there are no medications you can take to make your aneurysm go away. In fact, the aneurysms never go away. Uh, once you have one, uh, there are some things you can do to decrease the likelihood that it will continue to grow and decrease the likelihood that you will need to have it fixed or repaired. And number one, and not to continue to uh, beat this to death, but number one is to stop smoking. There's been a couple of studies that show that, that if you have an aneurysm and you take one group and they stop smoking and one group that continues to smoke, the group that continues to smoke is going to be more likely to have to have their aneurysm repaired. Um, so it's pretty clear that that's the case. Um, other things, uh, continue to keep your blood pressure well controlled because over time, if your blood pressure is really high, those high pulsations and the pressure on the wall of the aneurysm, again, will increase the chance and the speed with which it grows. And Dr. Palmer, if someone does have an aneurysm repair, what is life like for them afterwards? Is now that area of the aorta, is that extra strong? Does it develop scar tissue? Can the aneurysm come back? Um, whenever you have surgery, uh, the tissues are never really as strong as they were at the beginning. I, I explain it to my patients. For, for the most part, anything I do doesn't isn't going to last as long as, as what they were given at birth. Um, 
So when we fix an aneurysm, uh, for the most part, most people go back to normal activity. Uh, if we fix it with classic open techniques, the recovery is longer, and that's where we open everything up and actually take the aorta out and throw in a graft to restore blood flow. That is a very strong repair and can last for years, 20-plus uh, years. Uh, lately, though, uh, since the mid-'90s, we've been fixing an most aneurysms with an endovascular or, or a minimally invasive approach. Uh, think of it sort of as relining the aorta. So instead of cutting into the aorta and removing the aneurysm, so to speak, and sewing a graft in, we actually put in a graft through the groin as you would be uh, like having a heart cast. And through the groins, we then deploy a graft that will then expand and seal that aneurysm so it no longer has flow. The recovery from that is less than a week and for the most part back to normal very quickly. The uh, uh, as far as your question regarding uh, can they develop other aneurysms or are they at risk for having it recur, in general, the aneurysm itself doesn't recur. Uh, it, you can develop an aneurysm above or below the area that you fixed, and people who have aortic aneurysms uh, or aneurysms in the belly are more likely to have aneurysms in some other arteries. So these people are followed periodically. Uh, if you have an endovascular repair, uh, they're followed uh, even um, more aggressively because uh, those are repaired with uh, multiple pieces. And since it's that, that is a relining, uh, and we've only been doing that for about 20 years, we follow those lifelong to ma maintain the integrity of that repair. So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Palmer, give your best advice for prevention of possible aneurysms, what you really want the listeners to know, and why they should come to Memorial Health System for their care. Well, <sighs> It's not rocket science when it comes to aortic aneurysms, and since we know what causes them and what increases the likelihood of them, uh, and since we, we can't change our age and we can't change who our parents were, uh, the number one thing people can do is to, to not smoke, uh, avoiding tobacco at all costs, and, and if you currently smoke, stopping smoking will decrease the likelihood that you, uh, you will develop an aneurysm and will decrease the likelihood that if you have an aneurysm that you will have to have that repaired. If you do have an aneurysm, and we, we manage many patients with aneurysms here at Marietta Memorial, uh, periodic surveillance is key because as it grows, uh, we will then identify those who may benefit from moving forward with repair uh, versus those who continue to be followed, and that's something we do very good here. Uh, we have a very active uh, aortic aneurysm repair here uh, and certainly can do the open component when indicated. Uh, of course, as it, as it is nationally, we do most of ours endovascular and we do them fully percutaneously where they essentially leave the operating room with nothing more than a Band-Aid and such as a gentleman I repaired yesterday, he'll be leaving this morning uh, with resumption of full activity. Well, thank you so much. It's really great information. You're listening to Memorial Health Radio, and for more information, you can go to mhsystem.org. That's mhsystem.org. This is Melanie Call. Thanks so much for listening.